0: D hey, Hill. D Hill. I should have put you somewhere where no one could find you. Man, you're not in sticks with nothing around you. Katy, Texas, Dallas, Texas, you know, a different environment. Cause you got desires. I know, I know, I know. Cause you got desires. I know, I know, I know. Cause you got desires. I know, I know, I know. Fire and I'm not a liar. You hand me down on my knees okay? Hey, that was a new future <laughs> and <Anne> drake. <laughs> well, hello, everyone. Hi, what everyone. Is. This is Damio, and, and I
1: am Erica Mona, and this is Cross,
0: Cross Culture. Culture. And you know, it's been a while since we've done this, but we're coming through with a guest today, yes, <laughs> a
1: very special guest, a special guest that she's so dear to my heart. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'll
2: introduce myself. My name is Shambria, also known as Sham. A lot of people call me. And Erica and I have a special relationship. Yes, this is my mentor, yes. y'all.
1: She is my mentor. We've known each other since I graduated 2016, maybe 2015. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Wow,
2: oh, wow. that's a long time. It's definitely five years oh, in. Yeah. I want to say five years, we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> she was...
1: Um, you worked at the internship I had at Deborah's Place, mm-hmm. and i like, I was just looking at, I'm like, oh my God, she's so beautiful and she's intelligent. I just like the way you carried yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, I need to talk to her, <laughs> oh, and you know uh, she's just uh, so receptive and so nice. And
0: here we are, five years in. That's cute. Mm-hmm. I don't have a mentor, y'all. Well, no, yes I do. Yes I do. I'm lying. I have a mentor. <laughs> Shout out to my mentor, Misha. Sorry, I love you, girl. Okay. Right. <laughs> 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 no, I just had to tweet for a second because anyway.
1: Okay. Get let's get into. Come on, do this regularly. So let's I, get, I into a- get into, uh, into it.
0: Topic. If you gonna jump, you gotta harmonize. You I just
1: you right. be. You be. You I can let you do it. You're right. You're right.
0: All right, you guys. Um, first thing first. So this has been a very emotional week um, for, for everyone. The for the world. Um, Because we have to start with, uh, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant, as well as the other um, seven passengers Mm -hmm. on the helicopter. So, at this point, everyone has heard by now, um, Kobe Bryant, as well as his daughter and the other seven passengers passed away in a tragic helicopter crash in Calabasas, California. Um, It is reported that they were on their way to one of the basketball games through Kobe's um, Charity or not charity, his organization, the Mamba Academy, as as we all know, Gianna plays basketball yeah. through there, and it wasn't um, unheard of for Kobe to take helicopters to avoid LA traffic. Right. To spend um, one time with Yeah. Family. To spend the time with the family. Just avoid that traffic in general. Um, it just so happened to be a very foggy day on January twenty sixth, and unfortunately, they crashed in the yeah. mountains. Um, which resulted in their untimely death. Yeah, this so. is sad.
1: You know what I didn't like? Uh, the fact that his wife heard about his death through, through TMZ. TMZ. And yeah. it's like, TMZ, come on. You know, like, as journalists, it's like, we get it, you guys want to break the news, but it's still like, have some class, have some humanity, some sense. Like, you guys are just instantly posting, instantly posting. Because And even when this incident happened, if, uh, I know some people said they went to the TMZ website and they couldn't find details about it. Mm-hmm. They were just so thirsty to post. He died, but like...
0: The, way, the headline got- was bogus. I ain't gonna say, <laughs> that. headline was bogus. It said, Kobe Bryant died in helicopter crash and everybody else died too. I exactly. Because you know, like they know the his thing. daughter was there too. I didn't know his daughter was there initially. And then, um, well, so TMZ did say, what TMZ said in response to that was that they got the... Clear clearance to post the story from a rep saying that his family did know already. Oh, really. Um that the family was aware um about the accident and his passing. So they got somebody in his camp. I don't know if I believe um, it because TND gave them go. I don't know, you know what I mean? Because I do think there's some grimy people out there of that course. would be like TNG. You know, yeah. I somebody they sold broke the, story. the news. Yeah. yeah. Like somebody probably sold the story. Like yeah, definitely. at this point. You know, people are greedy. They're thinking Kobe's gone, how I'm going to eat. I'm about to sell this story really quick. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, And that's what they thought about. Uh, it was so shocking. It was just a lot. They threw Rick Fox into there. Girl, uh, they sure did. ABC 7, which is supposed to be a very credible news source, was talking about all four of his daughters was on there. Yeah. And, and it's it's just too much. They suspended
1: day. that reporter that said that. They, they should have Good, did. Yeah, yeah. good. Well, they it's, sure, it's too yeah. much. I met some guy. I was at a wedding that weekend. He was like, oh, why did Kobe take the helicopter? Why couldn't he just drive? He was doing too much. I'm like, what do you mean? You know And me? see,
2: that's what I don't like is when people have these, these tragic accidents happen and then you have this blame the victim mentality. It's like, what are we talking what about here? What are we here? talking it's about? a lot of people to mourn the tra- a tragic loss.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like,
2: why are we blaming the victims of, the, of, of 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 you know, of the situation? Exactly. Yeah. And I'm
1: like, it makes sense for him to take like a helicopter. It's LA. Traffic is bad. He can afford it. If you were in that position, wouldn't you, would, it, you it, take it? If and you he, it? And he did an interview saying the reason why he did it is to, like, you know, save time. and have more time to spend with his family instead of being in traffic for hours. Yeah. You know? So it's like, come on now. But long story short, may he rest in peace. Um, Um, Let's definitely take a moment in silence. Yeah, yeah.
0: Awesome. Definitely, I want to give it eight seconds for eight and twenty-four. But yeah, rest in peace. That definitely dampened my mood for the entire. It was sad. Entirely, I think I'm just now coming out of that feeling of like, damn, life come at you. Like, I don't even want to be on is, social man. media
1: anymore because you just see all the posts. I'm
0: like, oh my God, it's too much. It is, it's a like, lot. So so what I food.
2: haven't, what I haven't appreciated seeing um, is all of these, like, kobe nipsey mashups together like and i know that in a lot of it is like these independent artists painters and and Mm -hmm. people that Uh draw who are kind of expressing their grief in this way where they're using their art Mm -hmm. but like these Mm -hmm. mashups of kobe and nipsey i'm just like that's weird it's yeah it's just i'm I'm just like you know uh nipsey was tragic you know kobe is very tragic yeah but there are two separate situations two separate incidents and Mm -hmm. then like you know for the for the families that are still grieving, Nipsey,
0: they don't... Uh, you know, this like, the resurgence of that is and seeing that in the media that. again, you know? Yeah, yeah I don't really think the that, that the two are not related if not for the fact of the L.A. connection. Yeah. Like, like also
1: because they're both young and they're both, you yeah. know, great men in the society and community. Yeah,
0: yeah. it just was like... If anything... I think people almost neglected that his daughter and other people, you know what I'm saying? like And other people were there. other people were there. Um, you know,
1: so, you know, rest in peace for their family, too, because it's, it's it, 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 it was a couple with their daughter,
0: but they also have two family, kids at home. The whole family was just yeah, taken out like that. Man. Um But let's, you know, go on to some slightly messier news to get us out of that, you know. Mess always kind of, like, distracts you. Love the from- mess. So, um, let's get into Ezreal Clary and this R. Kelly situation. Mm -hmm. I feel like this R. Kelly situation is a situation that keeps on telling. Like, we always gonna hear about R. Kelly and the girls in the harem.
1: At this point, at, at this point, I'm just tired of it, you know. Like... It's just too much. So she did... She made a video... Because now... You know, she's really active in social media.
0: All of a sudden. So she
1: made a video saying that, you know, R. Kelly, of course, abused her. That's the same thing many, many of the other women did say. Mm-hmm. And she says that how... Um, one of the things he did, you know, against... To hold people, to against them, is, you know, of course, he sexually abused them. He also had scenes... In writing. Yeah, he's in the like contracts them. of people exactly. stealing their
0: secret things. Like, like, you know, abuse you know of their sexual parents. abuse that they have with other people. all like naked like pictures or things yeah. to just
1: expose them. Just to blackmail them with if they do do something bad, you know?
0: Here comes my un- unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. um, I think that she has now made herself a discredible source. Definitely. Because... You know, I'm not saying that R. Kelly didn't do those things because we know his track record, and I do think it's possible. I do think that, like, now it, it's, it's it's a bad taste that now that, like, he really has been locked up and there's no more anything flowing in from it. There's no more... Uh, income, there's no more lifestyle. It's like they really shut it down. I think it's crazy that now is when you're like, all right, okay, now I'm gonna tell my story. Oh, so you're saying because he ain't got money no more? Like because she was interviewed, like- she was interviewed. It wasn't mm-hmm. like you know, like this is now her time to tell her story. Like they were on Gail when he was on Gail talking about I'm fighting for my life. They also did their Gail interview and she. Paying Jocelyn, there. yeah. Did they pay for this? No, you can't get paid for interviews. Oh, so it's like, you know, and people will say it's Stockholm Syndrome and this that, and the other. But I also found it really crazy that she did that photo shoot with her family immediately. That photo like shoot that. with her
1: family, it didn't seem authentic I'm to like, me. I'm like, man, y'all
0: coordinated yeah, this Yeah, It just didn't
1: seem authentic to me. Something about it just seems a little bit shady. And just, you know, sometimes I do look like at social media and, you know, obviously, she's going to get paid. Some bloggers going to pay her to say of some, course, to, to say some of story. Course. She's going to get some sponsorship. She's going to be doing ads for Fashion Nova, Nova soon. Okay. Let's be real. We're Fashion gonna Nova see gonna her going to get there. <laughs> exactly. So, I don't know. It's just like, okay, what really is the situation? We really haven't really heard much about uh, from Jocelyn. Joycelyn? Joycelyn. I mean, Joycelyn
0: is uh, fighting the case now, too. Right, that. but she hasn't really publicly said anything. Besides yeah, the interview that he did yeah. together. Um, mm-hmm.
1: But she hasn't said anything. So, I'm trying to see, okay, where... I'm low-key thinking Ezreal and her family may have a reality show coming.
0: They will, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like mm. at this point, we know the we know the recipe. We know to how this stuff know goes. How it goes. Exactly, yeah. it's like she's gonna get her name out there. She's gonna let it be known. My name is Ezreal. Grow her followers. You know me, grow her followers, and then she's you know before you know it, even for her to post that thing with the family talking about follow my family members.
1: Who Aww. are these people? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Who are these people? It's, and the question is, why now? Why? Why now? And why it, just, it looks tacky. Now? It just—it
0: definitely looks tacky. Why now? Why
1: are you now so upset and you're so mad
0: at Robert? Why are you mad at him now? You know that. After how many years? That's up there with uh, Dre and Kelly to me. Yeah. His um ex-wife. I'm like, yeah.
1: Y'all I, I think of I think the people that I really feel bad for are, are his kids. You know? Yeah. Because it is hard to be his child, and you know, I saw you know um his daughter and the mom is on Growing Up Hip Hop Atlanta. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I think it's in Atlanta, one they're in, and of course, she mentions how people you know, people are crazy. They DM her saying, Oh, "Oh, your father is a rapist, your father is this, you should kill yourself. Oh my gosh, and she's a young girl, you know what I mean? So she said, I I can imagine, yeah, yeah, I can imagine going to school is hard for her, you know, just doing anything is hard for her, you know. So it's just sad being the child of R. Kelly and going through this thing, and you know, of course, Lifetime also had it's in that fix. they had another documentary they put
0: it back on lifetime yeah mm-hmm. exactly
1: have mm-hmm.
0: another documentary hey, second one yeah, the second second one, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I watched part of it i did watch part of it that's when dame
0: dash was talking about yeah which i'm like dame dash you I almost got your nerve the difference between you and r kelly is that aaliyah just was of age by the time you got with her but let's not pretend like it was some you know it was definitely like a 12 13 year gap between yeah. them as well
1: Man, I don't know, but we'll see how that plays out. Um, uh, let's talk about this whole coronavirus thing because each day, every day, every day, it's more updates saying at, at first it's like, okay, so flu like, it's just know, a flu, really. Um, illness, whatever. Some lady came back from China, like you know, it was just one reported in Chicago and yeah. one in DC, and you know, they say she was quarantined mm-hmm. and you know, she didn't she called the doctor when she was in China that she's, she's having some symptoms and that, you know, she didn't take any public transportation. So she wasn't out in public, right? So she mainly went to a doctor. Yeah. So now the next thing you see is that, okay, this is a deadly virus, you know? You see, at, uh, you know, a couple of hundred people died from it in China. 800 are sick and, you know, they're yeah. sick by the mm-hmm. disease. Now, um, Nigerians in China. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of them have died. I think, like, maybe 20-something. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I just saw it today. They died. So now it's like, and then also Nigeria too, they're being careful with the whole importation, exportation of mm-hmm. food. Yeah, illegal, Illog- especially people that import it's, yeah. it's zoonotic, from China. It's a zoonotic virus, which
2: means it originated within animals. animal. Animals, mm-hmm. exactly. And they said it's. They
1: think it's bats, and
2: you so it originated in the Wuhan Providence, or Wuhan area, mm-hmm. and a lot of those areas they eat a lot of like foods that you know we wouldn't typically eat. eat. So bat meat is yes. like one of them. And so that's how when you have these types of viruses similar to Ebola, it transfers from humans to humans, to
1: uh, from yeah, animals, animals to, to humans. humans. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And Ooh. you know, at first it was like, okay, this is a you know, it's a travel-based disease. That's how people get it from traveling to China, yeah. or whatever. Uh, so
0: basically. basically from what I'm gathering, it's the animal flu, and because they ate the animal, the humans caught the flu. Yeah, it's similar like the SARS and like, and I think that started in pigs. And, yeah, yeah, bird flu, bird and flu. Bird yeah, yeah, those types so of things. So this is just another thing, and it's like, cause I know I was talking to my brother, and he was like, the coronavirus is, virus is a form of the flu virus. Yeah, it's, like, it's been around. It's yeah, been around, it's like, like, like when people, people are sick, that's what it is—the coronavirus. Oh so, really? Yeah, he was like, it's just like the media is just making it seem like it's, it's hyping it up. It's hyping it up, okay. but it's like it's just another. So thing. it's not deadly. I mean, I, don't, I mean, the flu is deadly. It is. The yeah. Is let's deadly. not
2: minimize like,
0: how, the, yeah. how bad it the can be it on can your be, health. Okay. Yeah, exactly. A lady
2: in uh, Chicago recently gave it to her husband. Ooh. Um, oh. mm-hmm. So it was a lady that, I think she was a 60-year-old lady who was taking care of her parents, I think, in Wuhan. Mm-hmm. And she came back That's here one. and yeah. she didn't have any symptoms. Yeah. And then now that her husband has it. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, That's terrible. terrible. But it's just like you know, you touch doorknobs, you you cough, and you don't cover your mouth, you make yeah. them kissing. You know, yeah. that's how you know. You so, so,
1: what do you guys feel about people now making jokes about you know, Asian people, you know, Chinese people with you know what they eat? Um, I think it's bogus. There once was a disease called Ebola. Ebola. I mean, I know can make fun. Us Africans, but still, because of me, no, Africans, I, I, just I don't think, think it's, it's, all, it's all petty, you know what yeah. I mean? It's definitely all petty. I
0: think that like, you know, people are going too far trying to like when they see Asians run the other way. Are you and, serious? Yeah, like people are so crazy, and you know, it's like, be Twitter. it's funny that white people do stuff like that when y'all brought the bubonic plague as well as many other diseases <laughs> okay. to um yeah. America and Africa, to the world, to the world, you and know, like, natives, like yes. yeah, like y'all kind of like the, the growing place of a lot of diseases. Virus. You know what I'm saying? Like, white people created viruses if we want to be real. But, you know, that that's the, the irony of it. But, I mean, every 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 ethnicity get their time. shit. The so um, Before we go into
1: this little juicy fight between these people, let's go into the interview that we watched. So, there was an interview. It was on Twitter that I actually saw an interview of this 21-year-old girl. Her name is Kelly. Oh, yeah. Yes. And so, apparently, she has been in 24 foster homes. <coughs> right, so it first started from two, as she was two months, right mm-hmm. her mom reported herself to child services, because mm-hmm. she knew, I guess she knew she was abusing her child um, she had some mental uh, mental health issues, her child was staying to foster foster care her grandmother got her, long story short um, was back into the system so of course, she was raped at the age of five, oh right, goodness. by her first dad, mm-hmm. and she was being raped repeatedly That's many sad. times um, at age five, eight, so by eleven, that's when she stopped going to school. Because she was in that so many that many foster homes yeah. in that short period of time. And at age eleven, that's when she ran away from home because she ended up going back to her mother. Her mother ended up, you know, fighting to get her back. Her mother took the classes, you know, to prove that she's in better, better health. Exactly. But of course, her mother again abused her, which is why she ran away. Her mother
2: was physically abusing her? Physically abusing her. Mm-hmm. Like
1: she said her mother would make her wear a turtleneck even in the summer to cover every part of her body because she had whulps because she was beating up oh so bad. Goodness, she was that. saying one of her foster dad dads like, would tie her up to the chair and like legit school nails. I don't understand and why do become foster like, parents, You know, too, but her hair,
0: he they did it for the money. But, I mean, paid. yeah, you do get checked, but it's like, if are not going to take care of the ego. kid, don't take care of the do kid. You want to take care
1: you know, of like, their anger and their pain on yeah, people. The foster system is like, how do
2: how do we make this a better like place for children? I like why know. are why
1: do we have all such all these horror stories? It's, it With the foster, foster care of the, foster system. Yeah, the foster so care she has, system. She hasn't she's been crazy. in school, and so she ran away, and of course, she ran away. She met an older man. That's how she got into prostitution. So from the age of eleven to twenty one, she's been doing prostitution. That's, That's a, have you
2: read um, a piece a piece of cake? No, it's a no. by no. Cupcake Brown, and she mm-hmm. has this, it's a it's a good book. Um, she has a very similar story. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's that. And oh, she, was, she was... The, interview,
1: with Kristen, the interview... The person in The interview... It was like a recent interview. And, you know, she was saying, like, oh, I... she It was done during Christmas. She was saying how I tried to kill myself yesterday. Yeah. Um, but it didn't work out because she ended up throwing out... Throwing up all the pills she swallowed. She was saying, like, you know, the next day I might actually just go and kill myself. And he was like, you know what? Come. I'm going to give you food for Christmas. And she was saying how it's Christmas. Like, no one cares about me. No one calls me. You know, like, no one loves me. She hates herself. She hates her body It's just so sad. Like, this is what the foster system... Like, the fact that... People's lives are like this, you know? So he just made yeah. me grounded me more like, girl, you know, I've been complaining about how life is. It's like, listen, this is what a twenty year twenty one year old young year woman old. is They've going to, through. She's not lot. been to school since the age of eleven.
2: Yeah. And she's been experiencing that type of abuse since the yeah. age of five.
0: Exactly. Well before Two that, months. Well, well before that because exactly. her mother was abusing her. Exactly. It's exactly.
1: crazy. It is sad. Like it's her sad. whole life
0: has been rooted around abuse. I do yeah. I do hope that somebody follows up and they find They something. created a GoFundMe account for her.
1: Okay. Good. Yeah, so they're like, but, you know, I checked the social media account. I've been looking at people's social media. I her social media account. And you could te- definitely tell that she's still, like, in that lifestyle, right? Yeah, the st- mm. type of post I she mean, makes. yeah. Yeah. You could tell. It's, it's, it's just so sad. Like, she really needs guidance. Yeah. Like, real she guidance. Needs therapy. Mm-hmm. She does. She needs therapy. She Not needs just therapy. the money, but therapy, for real. So,
0: I really... That's sad. I wish her the best. That is sad. Damn. We got to brighten it back up.
1: Nikki Nicki Minaj! Okay. okay, y'all know my
0: queen. <laughs> <laughs> I love Nicki Minaj, and Nicki and Meek basically got into it um, at a clothing store last weekend during Grammy weekend, where you know Nicki's husband Kenneth Petty rolled up on Meek. You're so nice this night. is what this is what happened. So Meek Mill just put out some sort of. I don't think he just put it out. So what happened was James Harden had a copy of some song, right? And I the basketball know, player? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if Meek put the song out or he just so happened to send it to James or how James got this copy of this song. But in the song, uh, Meek was basically talking about how he saw Kenneth with some Balenciagas with socks and they was t- uh, tucked in and he was wearing skinny jeans and he was talking about it's crazy how you were just in love with me and now you engaged to this man or whatever. Basically just talking about how Nikki's a slut in, in that Sense he of like know. he was just with me, Meek has a whole baby on the way with, and he's with that okay. Exactly.
2: Right. Let's confirm. I mean, he hasn't made any statement, but
0: obviously, I that's assume baby mama. you roll around with a pregnant woman. I'm assuming is you. They like, went to a rock nation brunch together, yeah.
2: So, why is he speaking so
0: negatively about
2: making Minaj? because oh, he's man. a hater and
0: he's mad that Nikki moved on? And so, you know, Kenneth being you Kenneth. know, allegedly the former killer that he is, <laughs> um, you know, they saw each other, they run up, ran up on each other, and he said, Let's let's. Talk outside. And Meek tried to be all kumbaya. I roll with Jay Z now. I'm a better person. Let's just squash it. And he was like, nah, you had a lot to say. Like, let's talk, let's about, talk it. about it. Let's talk about it. And then Meek and them started exchanging words and they start all the East Coast. You pussy, no, you pussy. And, um, you know, Nikki, being the Ratchet Queen that she is, starts talking that, you know, don't get shot trying to be funny and yeah. woo woo woo. What? Um, you know, Nicki you're a, a Ratchet Queen. I love her though. Um, So yeah, I just found that fight completely hilarious um you know and i knew it was gonna happen at some point or the other because Meek been talking crazy about has he? yeah has like he always made since you know since he was locked up He, he like made a little side comment yeah mm-hmm. making it seem like she wasn't there for him and this that and the other and just has always just tried to make it seem so like is, is it wrong with.
1: that you know he was trying to do a kumbaya like you know let's like, yes, I mean, yes because to how stuff. you gonna talk crazy
0: at the
2: neck and then now when you see me you quiet. so how did oh. they hear the song though because how old
0: was the song that's the thing. I think the song, it either was on his album, or they just heard it. I don't, I'm don't. i not even really familiar with the song. But I think it's just kind of like, it's recent it's enough for her to stuff. have been with Kenny. And she's right. been, you know, with him, what is it, like a year? Yeah.
1: No, like, more, if anything, I don't think they've
0: publicly been together for more than a year. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's pretty recent. It's recent so enough. So is being messy. He being messy. You know, and he's trying to act like, oh, I'll be with Jay-Z now. I'm a better person. Like, no, don't talk crazy about me and think I'm not going to see you.
1: I get it. And it's, of course, you know, as, as a man, he's standing up for his woman. You know, Kenneth's like, come on, now you talk all this big shit about my woman?
0: Period. Because Kenneth okay. is, is, is a killer. Somebody's a killer. Okay. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what he got out of prison for. For killing him? For being a murderer, you know, the rape oh, right. or whatever.
1: But well, good luck to her and her killer husband, Mrs. Petty. <laughs> I'm sorry, that last name alone is petty. That's their name, <laughs> petty. It just so happens
0: to work. It is petty. It's a double entendre. Okay. Well, yeah. So I guess. Speaking of petty. Petty. <laughs> your That's, nice. right That's nice. Segwers, um, You know, one of our favorite segments of the week. Let's just put the drop on for the for the killers. A lodo. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. So
1: this said Goof It's called Olodo. And Olodo is basically like the dumbass or the goofy, the slow one of the week who did something stupid, right? Also, oh, it's like Donkey today. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Olodo is a Yoruba term, or you know, it's Yoruba, which is our right. language, and it just means. So dumb, stupid. Okay.
0: Yep. And this week's Olodo of the week is none other than Terry Crews. I was just about to say that. (laughs) Terry, because he did some goofy stuff this week. You are a goofball. He's a goofball. Like, so if you don't know what happened with Terry Crews, so Terry Crews is now the new host of America's Got Talent. He's been a host Um, for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the most recent host Mm -hmm. of America's Got Talent. Um, and if we all know what's going on with America's Got Talent, our good sis Gabrielle Union Wade used to be a judge on that show, and she recently came out saying that there's a lack of diversity and they do have issues with representation and she did also Um, say
1: it's one of the most toxic
0: working environments that she's she's ever been in Um, which ultimately resulted in her being fired right right? so there's kind of like an ongoing case with that but Terry Cruz took it upon himself to get to do an interview on Good Morning America where he said that (coughs) <coughs> Basically, he don't know nothing about that. He loves it. It's diverse. They have Asian people. He said, the show. he said
1: it is the most diverse place of work I've ever had in, in the entertainment, I'm sure entertainment it is. industry. He be and driving for the and white that, man. And so. he said that you know the finalists are uh, Asians. They're women. They're young. You know they're women, young, old, different ages. So it is super diverse. You know he said that you know I can't talk about the the sexism comment she made because I am not a woman. But concerning race, you know there's no racism. And it's like first of all, even when Gabby's speaking she was really talking about, like, the upper management, right? Exactly. Like the she production team, is not the, people the people who make decisions. people who are, you know, in charge of the things. Not just the contestants, you know? So, it's like, that's one. Two... Gabby even tweeted saying that we all had an agreement that we're not going to discuss about this till investigation. Exactly. Over, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not against him having his own opinion, but it's also the, about the way you approach The way he you went about, about it. it. And then, know, then to it's add
0: like, insult to injury, he, he had a couple of tweets this mm-hmm. week. One tweet said, there is an old Flint, um... Which I'm proverb. From Flint, and I ain't never heard no, I, cry, no I proverb. I've never heard his proverb. He <laughs> i Flint. He said, um you know, you are the rooster and I'm the pig. Just because you gave me chicken doesn't mean I owe you bacon. Wow! That's the weakest okay. thing I've ever heard. Then he proceeds to say, there's only one woman on earth I have to please. Her name is Rebecca. Not my mother, my sister, my daughters, or a co-worker. First of all, a coworker. I will let like, their husbands, boyfriends, partners take care of them. Rebecca gives me wings. Okay. That's okay. okay. What, what does this that have that to do to with
1: your heard. wife, your family? No one's talking about that. You know what I'm saying? Like No one is saying that you have to carry Gabby on your back and be her soldier and say that, okay, yes, I root for you, Gabby. Like, just have common sense. You know, have respect. Have decency. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying because. I no, I would say numbers. I root for you, Gabby. Because yes. that, when
2: he came out with those sexual assault allegations. To Me
1: Too? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: Gabby was rooting for him and yes. a, a lot of other black and brown yes. women got behind him. And my thing is, yeah, that may not have been your experience, exactly. but don't don't try to don't make her that you know that that was her experience. Yes, how dare you
0: yes, invalidate her? As a big ass black man talking about these white people fumbling so, your balls, so and question. we all try to sit here and support you. So do you, you guys
1: feel like okay, you know, as black people working in a you know whatever place, industry, entertainment, in a place of work, yes. and if one black person has this racial issue, is it your duty as the next black person to be like, yes, I'm with you, black yeah. brother, black sister? Absolutely. It actually and yes. I
2: I feel like I just had a I had a similar experience where I was experiencing some unconscious bias okay. and um and and it was like talked about and known but oh. yeah um but you know it wasn't and you know one of my previous work experiences and um You know, no one, you know, got behind it and said, let's, let's fix this. Mm -hmm. Because you have to think about, it's not only about my experience. What about the people that are coming in after me Mm -hmm. that are people of color? Is this going to be their experience too? And then if that is, if that's the case, then how do they like accelerate and advance in this company within their careers?
1: Exactly. I agree. It's like even Terry, even if that's not your experience, but you don't have to. He definitely made it seem like her. Not even made it seem. He clearly said that her. Her experience and her comments were invalid. And you know, knowing Gabby, I like how she always comes with a T. She speaks her mind. She didn't hold back. She tweeted her response. And let's just see how this goes. And even Nick Cannon, who was a former host of the show, also agreed with Gabby, saying,
0: Hell yeah, it is a racist Because that's the really why he got fired, too. If we remember, he did get fired. He, he, was, got, a... he was the host of America's Got He was the first host. He was. He was the first For, host. He, was. he was the first host. host. First host. No, not
2: Perry. Tyra Banks, girl.
0: Her, I forgot about her. She was a host. She was a host, too. And she if was. you think about it, all the black hosts they had, even Why did they having black hosts? Because <laughs> they the got way. diversity. <laughs> that's the diversity. <laughs> but Nick Cannon also, um, all jokes aside, left because of because mm-hmm. of that same reason. Mm-hmm. He said that he felt that his experience was being invalidated and so on and so forth. He said there was some racial stuff going on. So that's when when Gabby came out and said hers, I said, ooh, Gabby telling the truth. She, tell- You know, Gabby, she ain't finna waste time. She peeps
1: stuff. She pays attention, you know. So that's that. But all right, that is our hot topics for the week, and we are going to get into our topic. So, as you may know, if you are an avid listener, we have known a topic called African versus African American. And we did that like in our early episodes. Yeah, that
0: was like one of our top 10. Yeah, definitely. So
1: now we are doing part two of that. As you know, that first episode, it was just with Damien and I because we are Nigerians, and we want to have more of a diverse you know, opinion. Okay, so right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. We're have a diverse opinion just to, you know, get more into it. Um, and we have our African-American woman here with us. I am African-American. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So African versus African-American. So let's start with it. So now let me ask you, what is your experience as a black oh. woman in America? As a black person in general in America, what is that like? That is a loaded question.
2: I Can we narrow it down a little bit? What do you mean by experience? How do you feel as a black person in America?
0: <laughs> Who? Is um, that loaded too? Uh, it's always going to be loaded. When we it's always, always going to be loaded.
2: I mean, anytime we ask that question. Um, I feel, um, and I talk, about my, I talk to, to my friends about this, and we all agree that, you know, you kind of have to you kind of have to go out into this world and when you're navigating, like, predominantly white spaces, which, if you're in corporate America, mm-hmm. um, those are predominantly white spaces. Yeah. Like, you have to kind of go into out into this world and kind of put this mask on. Right. And then when you get at home or get around your friends, you can kind of take that off and, like, just, you know, shed yeah. all of that. Is it stressful? It's, 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 I won't say it's stressful because you learn how to do yeah, it, you so it, so so it's just kind of something that you don't even think about doing. Yeah. Um, but it is, like, it's come, it becomes exhausting mm-hmm.
0: to not exhausting. be able to kind of bring your
2: full self to places and yeah. spaces that weren't meant to kind of like even hold they built you. For you. That yeah. weren't built for you. Yeah. Um, so when you ask that question, that's initially what I think yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Yeah. I get it. But we can yeah delve a little bit deeper. Definitely.
1: Because um, <laughs> I had a when I lived in California, I had a, a, a professor for political science. He was Nigerian. And he said when he came to America, even to today, that he said that he has to be the best black white man he could be mm. to move through a man, you know, just maneuver in this country. Right. You know what do
2: you mean black white man? So,
1: of course, it's a black man, but you have to, like, I guess a doctor, be a white like man. Principles. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know what I mean? Don't, I guess, don't have, like, the, the, the traditional African or black man. Like, you know, as you said have that mask. But that mask is like, oh I'm like a white man type of thing, right? It's mm. you know it's a man, it's different from being a woman, but like, you know, I'm gonna be this I don't I don't wanna use the word proper because I I don't feel like proper should necessarily be associated you with know, the I'm gonna align to white culture. Because you know I mean?
0: that is what right, we, exactly. we find ourselves doing, right? Like it's like how can I um make you comfortable. Mm -hmm. And and that's the thing that is hard being black in any sense of the word, whether you're African or whatever. It's like, I have to find those pockets where I can align with whiteness so that you feel more comfortable around, around me. And you don't absolutely. feel threatened by my blackness. And you don't feel threatened by my blackness. And that's the thing. It's like the standard is based off of your experience, your way of life, what you deem comfortable. Like now I have to sit here and pretend like I've watched The Office, but you don't have to even acknowledge living single. And that's the difference. Girl. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, Which, that's... The Office is a great show.
2: <laughs> <And that's, laughs> let's be clear. You
0: know what I mean? Uh, I, I, no, I, I like that. I like, office. Yes. <laughs> and then it's like that's kind of like where we are like I can't sit here and make the reference of mm-hmm. um because like, okay, so today I was at work and this guy randomly was like oh why do women wear makeup and so on and so forth and the other boy uh, why he has that I, cause you know men that's a whole nother topic <laughs> but you know um one of the, the teachers that was around me was like oh you watched watch that episode of, of Fresh Prince a little too much and you know us being black we all know it's the episode where he was dating um Tisha Campbell character and she popped off on her nails or whatever whatever. Oh, yeah. White people are not gonna get that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So now here we are having a, a moment of camaraderie around coworkers, and that's something that I can only experience with my black, black people. With black people, yeah. And I feel like white people um, are so unaware of how the culture or even what is pop culture popular culture is just centered around whiteness like mm-hmm. nothing is centered around the diversity and the inclusion of everybody of else individuals. E- of non-white exactly, individuals of, non, of non-white individuals and I think that that's just the overarching black experience like here we are trying to find where I fit in in your space and there's never an arena where you have to conform to me
2: At all. Right. And, that, and I will say within the experience that I just referenced it was when it was acknowledged that I was experiencing unconscious bias. It was put off on me to make those changes. To
1: make those changes. To, to, to change.
2: To change the way I spoke or the way I interacted with whomever, um, in order to make that person comfortable with who I I am instead of instead of challenging that person and asking them why exactly do you have an issue with this or why exactly do you have an issue with that why exactly are you uncomfortable with mm-hmm. this and so it's just. It's just, it's backwards,
1: <laughs> you know? It, it's it's just backwards. And
2: it's, it's, it's the opposite of what um, inclusion is. is. What inclusion is, but not, also, not, not only necess- not only inclusion, but equality. Mm. Like, we can be inclusive, but yeah. are, are we also integrating equality yeah. into that as well, yeah. so.
1: Oh, I agree. So, let's, let's just, let's get a little bit deep, okay? okay? So, let's talk about, as you as a black person, what are your experiences or your views on Africans?
2: So I um from a young age. Not a now young but age. from a young age. And I think we just talked about this off the mic. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't really have many experiences Okay. Um I think I mentioned I referenced this before we were talking about Terry Cruz and um I grew up in Flint, Flint, mm-hmm. Michigan, and I didn't really have very many experiences with people from the continent, from right. Africa, from from African countries um i i I, there was a term that we used to say as a kid Mm -hmm. um we talked about that
1: after my yeah african
2: blue scratcher and (laughs) like that's the literally the only time i out of my mouth as a child i probably talked about people from right 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 um so i really had very limited experience and i like and like you said only really saw what was what was presented in front of me like in in the media media. and what did you see in In commercials and magazines so my parents, was they was International Geographic. Ah. So I got the little subscriptions, child. <laughs> um, I had a stack of, we had a bookshelf, had a stack of those things. And so you know, just seeing like, and it's wasn't really like urban and vibrant areas right, that are right. like in the, that very much exist within Africa right. mm-hmm. but like just like this jungle and like the very traditional and like right. you know kind of like uh, people that live in the bush that exactly. type of thing yeah. um, not really showing a full view of it and mm-hmm. then in the, in the media like in televisions and we really didn't see anything. Right. Um, and I mean, I can count how many black people are many black shows are on TV right that's now. True. let so, alone African. Yeah, let alone African. So, um, growing up, not much, but I could say as I've gotten older and had more experiences and the world is kind of more globalized, mm-hmm. like we have Netflix and you, I can go in and see a Nigerian sitcom show. Yeah, that's true. Um, I had the opportunity and people are traveling a lot more, mm-hmm. so I had the opportunity to actually yeah. go to Africa and spend time there. Where did you go, there. Kenya? I went to Kenya. Yes, how was that for you? It was, Amazing! Yay! Um, it, I went to Kasumo, Kenya for two months uh, for grad. That's school. a good amount of time. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Real? Like, you was child, The first night I was there, I ran from a hippo, child. I was. What? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I ran from a hippo. Yes. I, you know, we, we, we Africans, like, we have never ran from any animal. In we, was in, we I lived in this neighborhood called Dunga, and she, <laughs> I was with my host mom's friend. She grabbed my hand. She was like, "Run!" I was like, "Girl, you ain't said. Remember <laughs> the word." What? I am dead here. And then after we start running, she's like, "Did you see it?" And I was like, "Girl, see what?" <laughs> and I didn't see nothing. You told me to run.
0: You live here. Listen, I go you, you know what's what funny? That's what I'm saying. It'd be so funny how um, little black uh, colloquialisms like follow globally because <laughs> that's a that's a hood from you, 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 no. you, you live here. You know
2: I'm to follow you. That she was is like, hilarious. I saw the hippo out of the corner of my eye. I was like, "Girl, hippos be killing people." I'd all, I know. Yeah, like, like I'd all and they had a baby too. So you know, the mother hippos they be aggressive when right, they get, yeah. Right. So she was. I was like, "You told me to run. I ran. That's all we need mm-hmm. to do. I'm alive." <laughs> <That's all. Yeah. laughs> but it was a beautiful experience. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. It really kind of shaped, uh, helped c- to continue to shape my narrative about okay. and what I personally thought about. Uh, Africa and not just Africa as a whole, but like I only visited one very small port. You know, True. I was in Kenya, True. one country. Mm-hmm. It's such a huge place with so many different people, so many different tribes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw a very small piece of it, but that small piece just kind of helped shape
1: my I- ideology about what I thought about the continent as a whole. What do you say? What would you say you learned about that? About just that, Kenya, blackness, and Africanness, and all that. Well,
2: also like. <sighs>
1: So much. I'm mean, like, how can I scale this down?
2: Um, just that, what I would get a lot, um, and I'm, I'm a lot, I have a lighter complexion, more lighter in the in the, in the summer, in the winter times, and so um, they they would call me Mazunga. Okay, Mzungu. And that means, uh, basically white person oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or, like, oh, or tourists, And they will ask me like, um, Oh, are you, you white? And I'm like, "No, nah, girl, I'm just, I just gotta lie. My, both my parents are black. My mama is the same color as you. She, wow. It's wow. genetics. You know what I'm saying? And so, but as I got stayed there longer and got a tan, they stopped, they stopped saying that. And like, I got more of a sister. So you were like in a village? Mm-hmm. In, okay. Well, no, it was an urban area. Okay. It was, like the, the third largest city in, in kenya okay. so it's okay. um mombasa no, it's um what's the first the nairobi mm-hmm. mombasa and then kasuma i think okay yeah mm-hmm. and so um it was an urban area but the dunga was like a a, small. a smaller village mm-hmm. like a maybe like a mile outside mm-hmm. it wasn't even far um and so what i got eventually was sister and a lot of people would say, like, we're all, you know, we're all just the same. You just you just didn't grow up here. Right. Um, you know, like, but in, in terms of, like, ancestry, like, you, you know, I don't, and I don't know my ancestry. I wish well, I did. Yeah, at the end of the day. And so just to have that someone to, you know, for people to say that to me and, and to kind of develop that type of rapport and that camaraderie, um, it was
0: just really beautiful to experience. Mm-hmm. That's something that, um, as I've gotten older, I've started to acknowledge is that, um, there's a certain privilege that comes with the fact that I'm able to identify as Nigerian. Mm-hmm. Um, that like, despite the fact that I grew up here and I can, you know, you know, like well, you Chicago's know home to me. It's like, mm-hmm. no matter what, I always am able to still say, like I'm Nigerian. And I want to kind of give you the opportunity right now, especially like we're on air. And I don't think a lot of people that listen to us even understand. Cause I've said it, we've said it on the podcast yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Um, of what does that really feel like mm-hmm. um, to not necessarily to not have What's like any sort of attachment yeah, because right. you know what I mean? Like yeah, like we talk all the time about how oh we Nigerian and whatever, whatever, and we this, this, that, the other. Um, but no matter how distant I am for not growing up there, it's still you know, a culture. I have a home. I, I, you know, I still have a, 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 something I can identify to. So I really would like to hear like. Um, you know, what that, what does that even feel like to even be able to say, like, I'm going to Africa, no matter what country it is, that you can even have that experience and mm-hmm. like in comparison to, um, having no attachment technically to a, a country mm-hmm. in Africa. I would say that, and I can't speak
2: for all black people, you mm-hmm. know, my tribe, just my personal experience. I really didn't. As, and so recently, given much thought. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but as like I've gotten older um, and developed more of an interest in, in like just knowing where where my family's from and, and knowing that like my last name is McBrayer. like that's an Irish last name. Right. <laughs> like I, you know, um, and I know that my family wasn't Irish. They're <laughs> they're from you know the South Louisiana Creole and French mm-hmm. and like you know, um, so. And just knowing that, um, not, just getting older and acknowledging that how I've identified myself is not necessarily, um, or how I've had to identify myself within this country, that's not necessarily who I am, Mm -hmm. um, when it comes down to, like, genealogy and ancestry. Um... And how does that feel? It makes you feel displaced when you actually sit down and give it some thought. Mm-hmm. But I will say that it's not something that I kind of like think about on a day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a luxury, really, I feel like, for a lot of African Americans to know mm-hmm. um, right. that, you know, now that we have like we have technology that can do the testing and let mm-hmm. us know. And, and still, with that, they still get the shit wrong. Yeah, because my right. friend, like she, they came back and told her she was Nigerian. It was like, nah, girl, you from Cambodia <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: or Cameroon or something. It was like, no, nah, it was wrong essentially. So to really, still, it, it's like a narrow it down yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Um, and so true. you kind of just it's it's and it's a, like I said, it's a luxury and it's good to kind of kind of figure that out. But it still kind of really doesn't give you much attachment to it because Mm -hmm. you don't, you know, like, it's not like you can go back and and have conversations with people in those areas
1: Mm -hmm. and and, and know and understand the culture because you just really haven't had the experience. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing that uh, makes me sad, when I first came, that I heard a lot of, um, you know, black people say, it's like oh, fuck Africa, I'm not African, because it's like, you know, I wasn't right. born there, I don't know nothing about Africa, I am I was born here, my family's here, which I do get, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, as you said, it's like, it's hard to go back and, you know, to right. speak with and whatever. You know, but it doesn't make, make, me, make me sad to hear them say that I ain't African at the end of the day because I am American, you know what I mean? Because this is where my culture is. So what do you think about that? You know, is that... It's girl, I know about? might say that. Okay. <laughs> um, and... I've never heard anyone say
2: that. I've never, um, have anybody, anyone that I've ever experienced just mm-hmm. be so, um, like stand so firmly and just mm-hmm. being like, I'm American and nothing else. Right. Um, like Reverend Simone, she said she's
0: not African. She's oh, American. I forgot about her. That's a good example. She did say that, she said, that she's I'm, not African. I am she, American. She's American. Like she stood and, like, this. Is, I'm, I'm American because that's what interview. I identify with. Yeah. I don't know
1: anything about Africa. I don't speak the language, which is true. We get that part. Yeah. But it's like, I feel like in that sense, you're like now more intentionally. And kind of consciously trying to read like, separate, separate yourself. yourself. But it's like, you know, girl, you're black. Where do you yeah. think you came from? This, uh, and I think, and I'm not, no, not to cut ahead, you off, down down,
2: but so I think a lot of people may, may identify within that way because African Americans, we're not just a lot, you know, African a lot of times. Wow. I, mean, I just said, like, my family, my, my, my mother, my, my dad's side of the family, their last name is Brazil. It's a French last name. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're from the south. They're from Louisiana. They're In French and Creole. Creole. And so we are mixed with all of these different, different things. things. We do and we, we have African ancestry predominantly. Yeah. But we are not we're just we're we're a blend of, of, of a lot of different That's true. uh nationalities. Yeah. And, uh, well and a lot of different races. Um a lot of times. Yeah. Um so I can I could see how somebody could think that way, but mm-hmm. I don't understand it because I understand like where the people that you know that my ancestors that had, you know had to go through the middle passage and all of those you know trials and tribulations and slavery and segregation, what they had to go through to get here to stay here and, and maintain themselves in this in this country that exactly. didn't want them in the first place, exactly. or not want them to excel in the first place, um, I know that that originated in Africa.
0: Right, right, right. Um. So the thing I was going to ask is that I, you know, I kind of always I don't want to say I've had an issue. But I've always felt that Black people are able to connect with other cultures easier than African mm, cultures. Okay. Um, like okay, for example, right? I used to have this pet peeve about how people would act like they can't say my last name Ojulari, mm-hmm. but they can roll the R to sorry, say to say whatever Latinx name, mm-hmm. or they can't, you know what I mean, or like um, you know, or like people would shun African food or certain African oh, cultures, but be Taco Tuesday food, up. Mom. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and there's no shade to Latinx people. Like, I enjoy and, and love their culture as well. But some of
1: the Africans too.
0: Exactly, right? Like, it's, it's, it's Afro-Latina everything. But it's, to me, I've always felt like, that's crazy how how quickly black people um, attach to other cultures. They really aren't in their lineage like that but with African cultures it seems like it's so easy to denounce Um, but then you know obviously growing up I'm like but you know what Spanish and French is offered as electives in school you know you're about not uh, it's not a a language or whatever Um, and then you know now we kind of live in this this era of like the hotel where people are, like, attaching themselves. <laughs> For real, because, like... They that, keep going to the extreme. So then, Somebody actually me today, because, okay, so I work at this school. I kind of dated a whole tip a little
1: bit. Oh, I want to hear my... <laughs> favorite part. In I, I, uh,
0: I work at this school that's, like, black-centric, right? And they, like, you know, they be saying all these little different phrases. What do they call again. you, please? Oh, they call me Mama. Like it's not like Mama. like Mrs. It's like Mama Hira. You know yes. the uh, other government name Mama Hira. So, <laughs> 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 so like, Mama, but, you
1: like you like a sixty
0: year old woman. Yeah, right. but that's everybody is like Mama this or Baba Like they have things. Baba, wow. this so I was talking to somebody today and like, cause I didn't really tell them I was Nigerian, cause I didn't want all that smoke of like, oh, you're okay. an African or whatever. Come and teach us. Uh, right. So like, so they found out today, and somebody asked me straight up, like, oh, do we be saying stuff right? And I had to break it to him. I was like, "Gee, I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. I don't know what y'all be talking about. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's not necessarily my culture. So, you know what I mean? So, yes. I, anyway, I saw all this to ask, cause like, do you think that African culture is accessible? Like, mm. do you think that is something that, if you really want to, uh, to seek out, is it absolutely s- accessible?
2: Yeah, and I and I think I talked about this earlier with. Uh, are we just we? This is an we're in an information and knowledge area uh, space. Like, yeah. we, have, we are at, at our fingertips. There's like we there's Google. Like we have computers in our back pockets. Right. Absolutely is accessible if you want to access it. Yeah. Um. And then like you know t- traveling like. Uh, the, the year to return for Ghana, right? Yeah. Like I was talking to someone is, that went, and she was telling me like it, it generated so much tourist dollars for Ghana. Just of African course. Americans going over of there course. for AfroCella and the year of the return. Yes, yes. So absolutely, it's accessible. I think it's it's only if you want to tap in, if, if you, you want to tap it. into okay. it. Um, and I don't and. I I know it's like sometimes it could be a trendy thing because I remember like the uh, dashikis. Mm -hmm. I I had me one made. I ain't even gonna lie. And like (laughs) it was a trendy thing where people were like wearing it and but you know not really maybe like learning like the fabrics and what it was like Mm -hmm. what what, you know what else uh, what else is it's what other meaning it may have. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's accessible, it, but it's also very trendy too. Like if certain things with African culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I see all these like fights, which I can't even get into about jollof rice. Ah! <laughs> She's too hip to it. All you gotta right. know is Nigerian
0: jollof rice. So my brother-in-law is Nigerian,
2: so girl, we had that for Christmas. It was delicious. <laughs> good, good. But good, like good. you know, like and that's something that like I can, I, I, you know, like I know y'all debate about it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can like, I can see like, oh, okay, this is something that's very deep in yeah. that you know, like mm-hmm. African culture, and like who jollof rice is the best, right? You know what right? I mean? Right? So. Um, I think it's, it is accessible if you tap into it, but also social media because I—that's the only way I saw it too. With the Joe Biden wow. debate, was social media. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of opens us up and makes the world, um, other Almost places small. more visible for yeah. us. Yeah.
1: Speaking of social media, I do feel like you know the same way it does make it more accessible. It's the same way it does also create fear for many people. Because remember, we mm-hmm. went to the bank the other day and we saw uh, this lady yeah. and she said she doesn't want to go to Nigeria in the African country because of what she sees in the media right yeah. people killing each other kidnapping and not to say those things don't happen but right. they also do happen here right I actually recently met some lady at a bookstore and she was saying like her name is Shade, right? She's named of course, she was named after Shade Adu, the singer, you know. Mm. But she's black, but she doesn't know what it, her name her name means. So I had oh. to explain to her, and she was like, "Is it okay if I go to Africa and if I do this to learn my culture, am I appropriating the culture?" I'm like, "Girl, it is your culture, right?" Like, but I, was, I get like it's some type of like distance, it's a fear too that social media does create for people and prohibits them for wanting to really go forward to travel. Right? I mean,
2: yeah, yeah. Like when I went to Kenya, um, my family was was they were very we're scared. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, and I think it is what we see in the media. And it, I went right off the heels of the Greece University attacks. Okay, oh, wow. So um, they was like, "Girl, what's what you doing? <laughs> like mm-hmm. you need right. to stay at home." Mm-hmm. Um. So and and unfortunately, you know, like as we said, as we mentioned before, um, what we see in the media, which is, are those very violent incidents, those yes. are popularized mm-hmm. more than uh, the you know very positive things about right. African and African countries. Um, like, I did not see no mainstream media talking about, like, uh, the year the return. For right. Real. Yeah. I, I had to go to find that information. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, and it was through Instagram. Yeah. But, like, Garisa University, where, you know, those students, unfortunately, were um, were killed. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, that like, was all ABC right. 12, you know, or right. ABC whomever. And yeah. so uh, I can understand the fear um, because that's what we that's what we see, right? Um, and that's what that's what we're flooded with, with you know, um, unfortunately.
0: But yeah. yeah. So now, because another thing that's on social media a lot is the divide between African and African Americans, um, which mean, is always crazy to me, especially me having grown up here. It's just like you can't tell me I'm not black, and I'm that person that's like. I don't care Because, about like, nothing. if you walk into a room, I mean, black, you're you know, like I'm a saying, black woman. Like, nobody, unless West. you really start asking me questions, then you'll be like, oh, you're Nigerian. But, like, you cannot tell me that I, I'm not, like, African-American by every status of the word of me being African and American, Absolutely. right? Uh, and but it, but it's a big discontention between really? the, the two okay between. so
2: can you explain to this to me, to me a little bit because I do oh, not oh girl what? this is something
0: serious This is this about like, our mothers.
2: recent or is
1: this what? like well, this is this like, is this like is from the beginning standing. of time since when Africans standing. have been coming here because we both talk about how our mothers are nurses right yeah and you know the discrimination that they do face really by Afri- by African Americans it's more like, like, than white people and our mothers like you know like they're super nice women like professional yeah, whatever I'm they're nurses you know did. Um, and then, you know, my mom would be like, there's just some black people that just simply don't like her simply because she's
0: African. Like, yeah, my mom says saying, that till today. Go back
1: like to Africa. You are taking our jobs. Right. while you here? You know, African- Africa. yeah.
0: yeah. It is. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I, um... You, and, and you know what's was really messed up? It's really mostly with Africans because that's it's not that way with Jamaicans. It's not that way with Haitians. It's not that way with other people in that diaspora. It's Do you really think that a,
1: because we don't we don't experience that we don't know their experiences? No, because even when
0: I talk like when, you, when I talk to other Black people, it don't be like that with Jamaicans. Or even when I talk to Jamaican people, it's not that. You know the same, yeah, the same fear right. that's instilled of Africans with African Americans. Because with Jamaicans, think about weed, but Molly and about turn not- You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like love, jerk. You know, it's it's a big acceptance. Yeah. So I don't. I've never understood why, like, we're Africans um, of anywhere. It's always like a, you know, even Africans have this. Don't be like Black Americans. Like, don't really? align yourself with Black oh, Americans.
2: And so yeah. I, I was actually I was talking to my dad about this. Uh, actually, maybe a couple of days ago, a day ago, um, because he has um, a friend who's who he stays in Ohio. He has a friend who he actually used to do like some side work with, um, and I can't remember his name. And I can't remember where he's from, but um, how he when he first met him, it was like some tension. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't understand each other culturally, like how they how they spoke to each other. My dad's a six four, three hundred some pound guy. Like he, he's he's like
1: he's a man. He's man. A pres-
2: He's present. You know, mm-hmm. like his personality. Like you gonna see him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he kind of felt like the you know, um, his name is Cisse, the one who he was working for. Like when they first met, it was like he was just very aggressive towards him, and and, and he asked questions in a way where it's like. Oh, that's... You know, it was, like, Mm -hmm. very, like, you know... That's how African people Yeah, and so... And then, also, too, he got this idea that he felt like Cissé was saying that he was better than him in some way. Mm. Cissé was saying he was better. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of... And I feel like I hear that story a lot for African Americans where they feel like... And and this is not me saying this is how I feel, but they feel like uh, when they interact with some Africans, they feel like they...
0: Think that they're better. That's, that's a fact, though. True. I going hold you. That's a fact. Like that mm-hmm. is a thing that people that African Africans almost make it seem like um, because we because we are more aligned to our culture, mm-hmm. it makes us better. Which yeah. is like if you really think about the colonialism of it all, it's really messed up to yeah. say, you know what I'm saying? And not even you just that, like, as
1: we also, going back to media, media plays that role, right? Because even I remember when I was back in Nigeria, when you see black people, oh, they're in the hood, they're ghetto gangsters, mm-hmm. boys prostitution, in the hood all day. Like, it's just, right. exactly. Have it's you. just so fucked up shit. I remember when, when I went back to Nigeria in 2012, you know, you know, of course, CNN, you know, and this girl was asking me, like, oh, you live in Chicago? Are people clean each other there, you know. You black are people, black people, are people black people can each other there. Are you okay? Are you friends with black people? Be careful, don't be friends with black people. You know what I mean? Really? No, on some real stuff. And that's because that the movies that they do show over there, or they do see music videos, whatever, you know, the news, it's, it's, it's that, you know, it's that perception of like that's how black people mm-hmm. are. So when mm-hmm. we do come, a good example, I remember I went to some poetry thing and this lady gave an example. She talked about how her father, when her father first came here, I guess it was in the airport, right? When you, the whole visa exchange or whatever. Mm. And the white man was like, you're African, you're different. Don't be like like the black people. Separate yourself from the black people. Okay. So if you're being told as you step your foot into this new right. land, right. you're going to be like, oh, okay, shit. So let me separate myself from Serious these black types. people. Exactly. Serious you know what I mean? So that all start, really plays a role as to how many Africans, when they do come here, it's like, oh, black people are this and that. I, I'm not going to associate myself. Some, people, some Africans don't even like to be called black because it's like I'm not black because I am African and even myself I didn't realize that I was black to like you know I was in school I'm like oh this is what it means to be black mm-hmm. because as an African you know we don't have those you know discrimination there's, I mean there's bullshit going on but it's not no racial tension there's no whiteness and all this whatever you know what I mean so you know that we have that as a black person, as an African. I'm not even gonna say black person, but as an African. So, but when I came here, you I'm like to South Africa would be a little different. Okay, South <laughs> Africa you know, so is a different story. But West African and also just East Africans is like. So when I did come here, it was like being black. It felt like you're othered, right? Mm-hmm. It, it it was just an othering feeling, like oh you are black, and I'm like oh
2: I am black.
0: <laughs> but at the end of <laughs> the I'm day, like, oh, I was
2: saying Kenya
1: too. Like we were having a
2: conversation with some local, like with some Kingians and. Um, at, they were asking, we, you know, asking them, where you from? Us asking, them asking us. And they basically told us we were from nowhere. Damn, what? Yeah, because we didn't have, we didn't really know. Oh, and so, yeah. we didn't really have, like, any understanding and idea. So, we were from nowhere. Wow. Damn, that's fucking
0: Yeah, cool. yeah. That's sad. I want to, um, ask to kind of round the topic up. Mm-hmm. Um... If there's one thing that you would like to say to Africans and African Americans in terms of um, bridging this gap, what is, what is the thing that you would say that would bring people together? Hmm.
2: That's a very good question. Um, I would say that um, in terms of... I don't... A gap, and that it just blows my mind to even think about there being a gap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because you know we look alike. I and you know, and even like you said earlier, like a lot of things. When I had to run from the hippo,
1: <laughs> 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 she said,
2: "Run, girl! I'm running." You know, mm-hmm. like just having those little, those little those nuances. Moments, yeah, that guys. little, just understanding each other on that level. Mm-hmm. Um, and t- in my mind, just that makes me makes me feel like there should never that 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 should gap shouldn't gap. even exist. Yeah. And so, I just aside from the fact that we just look alike, but just share experiences of the way in which we're navigating these spaces in this world and you know, which is predominantly built for white people. Mm-hmm. Um just acknowledging um, all of that, and, and just developing some type of camaraderie, camaraderie and rapport yeah. with each other, um, to eliminate whatever gap that exists. Because mm. at the end of the day, like that man said when I was visiting Kenya, you're my sister. Right. Like mm. you know, you're my brother. Like and that that sounds so corny and cheesy, but and facts. It, that's facts. facts. That's yeah. facts. Like that's, that's facts right. like a mug. Like you know, we're 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 in this shit together.
0: That's right. <laughs> Whenever I'm in the room, I'm always going to look for the first yeah, black person. Exactly. And I don't care if that we black is together. Haitian, Jamaican, Puerto Rican. Girl, you look like me. You're I black. Yeah, you have okay. to make your baby hairs down. Okay.
1: With, uh, with
2: a toothbrush, a small tooth comb, okay. and a scarf. Uh, you gotta wear a bonnet every night Okay, yes. you have a moisture
0: system yes. for your hair. And for your skin, yes. everything. Yeah, yes. you
2: look like. Yes, we, we in this shit together.
1: Lastly, I want to ask do you think it is your responsibility, or Black people's responsibility, to go back to Africa? Because even with all this Trump shit going on, you know, just, you know, do you think it is your responsibility to go back to Africa?
2: I think that's a question about privilege. Mm. Ooh. Because if you, I, you know, I'm, you, I'm sitting here with a person that has a, like, a, you know, some in, a steady income right. and have that's been able to like, you know, get several to degrees to be in a space, to to in a space even put that on my mind, mind. and think, oh, mm. that's that's attainable for me. There's people living in poverty that, that they not like, even, what? Like, I, they're trying to just make it through that day or, or that mm-hmm. like this is what I'm having for breakfast. OK, let me figure out what's going to be for lunch. How am I going to get to work? So I don't want that's a heavy ask. Yeah. yeah that's
1: um, true. And
2: I don't want to put that on African-Americans anyway, yeah. or black people um, as a whole to kind of like to take on that 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 responsibility. Um, like I said before you know this is the information age where we have access to so much mm-hmm. information so if you want to learn a, more about African culture you, you have the means to do it I mean maybe you don't have internet access but you know there's libraries and things like that um, or within schools you know we should really task schools with you know teaching more about other cultures exactly. oh, yeah. um, but I was the is that our responsibility no because yeah. that's a that's a question about uh, income and yeah. privilege That's and social economic status. That's oh
1: exact. man, that is awesome. Thank you. Oh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So that is our topic for the week. Let's go into Black
0: Excellence. Yes! Uh, we can definitely go into Black Excellence. Thank, thank you so again Black for engaging Excellence. in that conversation. Yeah. I think that was like 10 times better than when we first really did it. It, it yeah. definitely um, gave a bunch of insight. So I thank you again for joining Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
1: That's my mentor, y'all. That's my mentor, <laughs>
0: So, my black excellence this week is, his name is Richard Apaya Okoto.
1: Okay, you said that
0: well. Thank you. Um, he is 33, and he is a teacher in Ghana. Y'all That's know I have love for the me. teachers. Um, and basically, the reason he's a black excellence is that, He's teaching a Microsoft class, um, in this class in Ghana, and they don't have the exact resources. So what he does is he literally draws all of the systems of Microsoft, um, on on the blackboard. On the blackboard, and I will and we'll post this on our cross culture page so you guys can really see how detailed it is. And he does it like with full artistry so that his students can can see what this looks like and that is a lot you know what I mean um I think educators in general don't get enough praise for what they do and as an educator um I personally understand how how hard it is to make a way without any of the resources um and and I just kind of wanted to take the moment to really let it be known that he um, is going above and beyond so that his students have a, a chance. You know what I mean? Because Microsoft and Google and all those things are a part of our corporate world. Um, and you need to have the education in those things. And essentially, what he's doing, it, it, it may seem small, but what he's doing is saying that I'm exposing you to this so that when you are in these spaces, you can be part of that conversation. You're not illiterate to Man. what these and people you are talking know it about. Better. Yeah, and yeah. so to be able to do that, um, for his students, it's a, it's a small gesture, but it's a mighty task. Oh, um, so, to me, that that is black excellence. And just to
1: piggyback on what you said, with that, you know, black excellence, I think that's one of the things he's doing because, you know, me, I, going to Nigeria, I, I would also say that I was privileged, you know, so I did go to a school that we did have computers. We had a Microsoft Word. We had a Google. You know what I mean? So the teacher didn't have to do all that. But even though I had the opportunity to do that, there are also other kids who go to public school because it's a public and private school system. Mm-hmm. Public school is um government school and they're definitely like um low just not funded well mm-hmm. right so there'll be situations like where a teacher would have to draw all of that so the fact that he took that initiative to do that mm-hmm. and to draw the whole microsoft word and how it looks like yes. was filed and everything wow. i think that 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 is that really is amazing to it show that nice. no child is left behind for real you know what i mean like everyone is going to learn this stuff which is amazing and that is beautiful. it's him to do that
2: but it's also sad. Oh yeah yeah Definitely. yeah it's not a resource he has
1: he has to, to, to do that, that. Yeah. to draw that's 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 it to draw come on yeah, that's I'm not man that's some prep
0: that's some prep that I'm not trying to do he mad like, about he a artist he, yeah. yeah like he's work. using every skill he has to teach his students and that's crazy. Yeah.
1: So my black excellence person is Angelique Chico. So, she is one of the greatest artists in international music today. Um, I love her so much because I know her songs. And she was also featured in Brenna's Boy African Giant album, if mm-hmm. you do know that. So, she actually recently won... Um, what did she win? She, she's won four Grammys okay. for the World Music album. So, oh, she really? won the 2020 album for World, uh, world Music. Because, you know, Brenna is also one of them. Yeah. Um, so, she won that. And she's also an activist... She is um, half Nigerian and half, half um, Benin, oh. and um, she has thirteen albums. She's just a beautiful woman. She is the first woman featured on the two thousand nineteen CNN list of Africans, Africa's biggest music stars. Oh, I know. Yes, that. like she's in Paris. She's really known in mm. Europe, right? So she, she's she has she's all she's done these performances with orchestras and all this kind of stuff, and she is just amazing. She yeah, she is a, also she was also the recipient. For a prestigious um, Crystal Award given by the World Economic Forum in Switzerland. So she's doing big shit. Mm-hmm. She is. Um, so I just love her. I just want to say big ups to her. And also when she won the Grammy Awards, she also made a statement just acknowledging um, the other African artists that all, you know, they were also um, nominated and just how the fact that you know African music is the origin of all this other type of right. genre of right. music, right. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And how we definitely trying to put African music to the forefront, you know, because it is the original. Um, but yeah, big ups to her. Shout out to them. Damn,
0: our clap machine never came back crazy.
1: Anyway,
0: <laughs> let's go. Speaking of music,
1: music make me Let's go to
0: music. I'm going to make my own. Might oh, <laughs> <well, laughs> you... for a minute, girl. <laughs> okay, um, so let's get into music. Grammy recaps. I watched the Grammys despite the fact that uh, Kobe died and it was, like, really super emotional. Mm-hmm. I watched the Grammys because, you know, we reported last week, um, that there's basically a Grammy scandal about how the president, um, or the acting president at the time, was removed, and she basically was doing all these claims of racism and misogyny. So I said, Oh, I'm gonna watch the Grammys because I didn't watch the Grammys in a couple of years. Um, and everything she said. Itself, I think that it's crazy that all the black and diverse categories were not shown on stage, right. even from Lauren London's speech, from Nipsey winning stuff, from all, all of that none of that was on was shown. Um, if not for social media, I don't know what little back room they had where they were recording all of this, even Diddy winning that lifetime achievement that was not shown mm-hmm. on the live show, yeah. Um, so it, it really makes you wonder like what what is going on and what is the organization of events that. Um, all of the the minority acts and things were not shown. I thought it was telling that Demi Lovato got uh, a girl, performance. Demi, Demi Lovato, like, Lovato,
1: please. since I haven't watched her since. What's that? does it ring the bell? Or- oh,
0: Sunny with a Chance. Don't do that! Don't do that! Don't do that! Sunny has, oh, I mean, no, like, has a look, I like. Nice. Demi has a
1: look. I
0: watched her. I liked her. Um, but but I, as I I, again, right now, girl, I think that it's 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 a little wild to me, right? Like how Demi they Lovato. used to do in memorandum, which is when we would acknowledge all the the passed away right. artists. And if you think about it, a lot of the artists that passed away, are either in rap or they're minority, yeah. right? So it's like we sat here and we coddled Demi for her little overdose scare. I um, say but little. they didn't. I mean, it was little. She ain't that. oh come on. Um, well, Don't say me, that. Listen, drug abuse, drug is the serious thing. Okay. Let me tell you about Demi. <laughs> you see, because I've been following Demi for a long, long true. time. True, you
1: already true.
0: Demi, she been about this life. You know what I'm saying Like she's been For been real been for real, real Her yeah. having the overdose is Like you did too much She been about this cold oh, Shit it's always about You doing too you much know what you what saying? To But that's what I'm saying It's like She just, she just took it too But nonetheless It should have not been I would
1: have even Passed for Selena Gomez Right you know, she's It's like, like Demi didn't deserve
0: bit. it You know what I'm saying It was just a way To With be like heaven? Oh, let's talk about drugs because one of our own was struggling with drugs. Drug, yeah. Like yeah. all of the hip hop stars right now are suffering from pill popping and, yeah. and all of this stuff. What uh, you know what I mean? Which is you know what I mean? I, I think that the only minorities that were seen was like Lizzo and Lil Nas X, which is telling. Which is very they're very mainstream. They're very mainstream. They're very mainstream. You, said, they're really you know what I saying? Calculated. Like Meg was not there. The baby was not shown. And these are people that dominated really? black music. Yeah, like I didn't watch the Grammy song Like. How dare all of y'all talk about a hot girl summer and Meg not even be a present like nothing exactly. like like was she even nominated for anything? No, no she wasn't. But Billy Eilish, with old little stupid green hair having an I, 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 I don't I don't like, get the hype. I do not I I get, don't get the hype. hype. I'm thinking, right. what's the song? Who, gee, what are the-
1: Am I like, like, too black?
0: <laughs> I swear to God, I'd be like, "Damn, I don't like, be into white culture." Why is she just like eighteen, nineteen? She eighteen. That's
1: yeah, she's and young and
0: 19. she's like a that's top good.
1: artist right now. The song
0: that's popping of hers, you got a lot of whistling. It'd just be like, it'd a be like little beat trick. Like, I, I don't Billie know. Billie I don't know.
1: And as you said, they're really calculated when they do pick, like, black artists to, yeah. to perform. Because even you know, speaking of Lizzo, I, she's literally she's pop, you know? She's pop. She's, she's pop. She's not hip-hop, and R&B, so... Love Lizzo. Love her. I think, girl, you know how you turn her from But she not, summer. you know... And I also think they also you taking advantage of the, you know, the whole the body fat Yeah. Okay. No,
0: she's going so fat. That yeah. is not a curse, yeah. yeah, you're
1: right. It's not. But, you know it's the whole body pop- <laughs> She said, like, <laughs> body positivity okay. stuff you uh, know what I mean like, like it is can nice. bandwagon of that exactly mm-hmm. it is nice to see you know a fat woman let's put that way you know cause you don't <laughs> claim it Fat.
0: <That's> pretty hot and thick, like Monique used to say right. BBW
1: alright okay.
0: <laughs> but yeah
1: What's next to the music? Um,
0: Lil Wayne, my grandfather. And I'm playing, I love Lil Wayne, though. He just dropped a new album called Funeral. Funeral. Uh, and I guess it's really... Because, you know, Carter 5... I like Carter 5, personally. It wasn't his best Carter of the Carter series. But, uh, you know, I think that was a little convoluted because it was like a lot of those songs were old and it was like stuff that he'd been trying to put right. out. So I think this uh, album, Funeral, is really him... Um, just getting to be an artist again and putting out new music, music and collabing with new people and yeah. like really jumping back in it, not as GV, a redemption yeah. story, but as like I'm still Wayne. Like, don't get it twisted. I know you said you listened to yeah, it. Yeah, it. It,
2: it feels like he's just really playing around with his artistry. Like, mm-hmm. you, you have love songs on there, and then you have songs that kind of sound like rock a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and he always keep it like, yeah, the rock yeah. here, like from Post Malone, like mm-hmm. that type. Of. And then you have like uh, like the trap beats and like right, you know, right. and then you have like. Old school. How many songs are there? It's gonna be long. It's like twenty three
0: songs. Yeah, like it's an album album. Album. it's an album. album. I'm like, okay. oh, you've been okay. sitting on these songs. Yeah. So hey, okay, okay, I like I
1: it. it. K. Michelle. She also has another album. Graphs will actually come on album every year. Shit. So this one is called <laughs> All Monsters Are Human. First of all, the cover is I don't like the cover. It's shitty. To me it is. I don't like the whole cover. Kimberly cover looked
0: like a uh, a photo from America's Next Time Mind. It Gee, looked like a challenge. It looked like some like the alter ego challenge. Like, yeah, I don't
1: like it. But you <laughs> it know it's so
0: cheap. Sorry, Kimberly.
1: But um but yeah, that's
0: that and um fifty cents. Fifty Cent, Curtis, Fifty Cent, Jackson, and finally got his um, Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame. Shout out to Fifty. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a troll. He does a lot of things, but you can't deny his artistry. And right. To see him um, get his though. star, which is like an acting thing, and to know he comes from music, it's yeah. definitely like he's been working. He's That's he's true. letting you know that you know I've transcended um, this, and you know shout out to Fifty.
1: Rihanna and ASAP are they dating. Apparently I saw it on on Twitter saying that oh Rihanna is back to dating because we know that she's broken up with her billionaire Arabian. boyfriend. Rihanna's not gonna be single child.
0: She's not gonna go
1: back to the ghetto. If she she one
2: thing, she ain't never gonna be single. Rihanna gonna do whatever she wanna do. it was, was okay. I, like she gonna do what Rihanna wanna we'll do, do, which is what I respect and love about yeah. her. She like, Okay, I wanna move. Okay, I don't wanna move. Yeah. Like I yeah. like she's very much I'm in my own lane, doing yeah. what I want, being free. A$AP, and this is she's like just very like empowering she is and
1: she's so yeah. sure of herself i mm-hmm. so sure you know what i mean yeah but i just hope it's not asap that's the ghetto sorry tv tv it's about tv real quick jocelyn you watch jocelyn the yeah. cabaret show you know jocelyn that show's about Pernice. prostitution Hernandez yeah yes. she got a show yeah it's on Zeus Zeus network though but it is completely ratchet i don't think i would continue to watch it um we, Did
0: went... we expect it to be different though I'm going to watch it's, it, it was, uh, because watch I it. like being in the know. I like being talk, be able to this talk is about so some shit. This um, It's definitely, like, a prostitution show. Like, the the, the show, what? like, the girl, Kelly, that we were talking about, Jocelyn would save her. What? No, some real stuff. Because, like, it's, it really tells the other side of stripping. Like, it took away the glamour of um what stripping is. It, made uh, you, it really, really, like... Made you know like these girls are prostitutes for the most part. At least yeah. this one's
1: on this one because we have a show called Beyond the Pole where it does show the lifestyle of um, strippers, how they are trying to get out of the game, right? Mm-hmm. But this one, even this one is different. You, the way she talks them, she calls them two dollar hoes, and I'm trying to help you, and I'm trying to you know bring you onto my show, basically get you more clients. That's what it is. Get you more clients, get you pimps and stuff. That's how I saw yeah, it. Yeah, make it happen. And body just bitch. fight. I, I do not like it. I didn't like it. But I guess watch if you want to watch it. Drew, uh, RuPaul
0: Drag Race. Have you heard of RuPaul Drag Race? I ah, have, but I have not watched
1: the chat. It's ah, such a it's interesting. Lovely. It's so entertaining. It's yeah. uh, my
0: queen, Nicki Minaj, is on the this She's season. She's the first episode. Is it just the first episode?
1: A, yeah, they always have one one guest. Her. Oh, they do. They have Drag that episode. Miley
0: Cyrus one. I'm excited because so I love thin. when Nicki gets to talk. I just, I love Nicki Minaj. Y'all. So it's just me. crazy <laughs> how much I love her. Um, but I'm excited. And I love RuPaul Drag Race. I'm excited that it's coming back mm, because Deborah. I am tea. Um, Sex Education Season 2 is oh, out. Oh, yes, I gotta tap into that. Yes, I you love Sex it? Education. i watched the first one. i it. It's like a cute yeah, little British show. It's oh, it's British. British. It's British. I know um, and it's like, it's just cute. Like, I really like it. It's one of those teenage shows. And I yeah. love these teenage shows. Because ah. it's like, it's just fun to relive mm-hmm. teenage life when you're not a teenager. Um.
1: Um, so this next one is Queen Sono. It is the first nef- original Netflix African series. Mm-hmm. It comes oh. out February 28th. And just basically, it's, it seems like she's like a spy, like uh investigational type of girl fighting bad guys. It's pretty good. I saw the preview today, which is not bad. So it comes out February 28th on Netflix. You guys watch out for that. And I think, do we have anything else to say?
0: No, I think it's about
1: time for the quote. I think that's it. But we just want to thank you. Thank, thank you Kim so break. much. I My love name this Hola. conversation. Okay, for being here. Absolutely. And I just appreciate your presence. And your impact that you have in my life, oh, I may yes. not have, I may not really, really have spoken about it, but you really have a positive impact in my life, which is why you're my mentor. She definitely like, talks like, about Right, I all talk all about you. I'm not my <laughs> mentor. That. 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 That's my me. mentor. That my mentor. That yeah. So I really do love you. She made me so what, get a mentor. I was ashamed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 but I don't have any major quote today since our topic was afro versus African American. I just want to say that Black people, we are
0: one. And that is the quote for today. And this is culture. All the time. Happy Black History Month, because this is gonna drop February 1st and you know we blackety blackety black blacky, Black Lee Black 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 Okay. Beow, beow, beow. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Cross culture. Go